0: Right, so um, you're going to type into the search engine on the top. you're going to type in "Tax my car.". So, yeah, life is easy, isn't it? Um, tax <clears throat> uh, my car I've, oh, okay, <laughs> There's not enough room in here. Tax my car. Yeah, Google search. Tax my car without a reminder, tax my car, post office, tax my car, cost, tax my car. Tax my car. Tax my car. Or tax, one word, my one word, car, one word. That's right, yeah, that's that one. Okay. So you should have it in a search result, taxyourvehicle.gov.uk. What do I do? So renewing your vehicle tax. Yeah. That one, yeah? Yeah. Okay, all right. Click on that. It says, tax your car, motorcycle, blah, 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 can you pay, blah, 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 blah. you must tax your vehicle, even if right, you'll need to meet all the legal obligations. This service is available in Welsh. I won't need that, will I? Start now. Where does it say start now? Big green button that says start now, underneath this service available in Welsh. Oh, right, yeah, I haven't got that on (laughs) the screen. Right, start now, Okay, I'll need something to pay this with, won't I? Yeah, you'll. Um, Do you have a V11 reminder letter printed in your name? Yes, you do. Yes. Continue. 16-digit reference number. That's... I knew it was going to be fucking difficult. It's what? In bold on the first page. Bold on the first... Well, there is only one page. Your reference number, Fuck me, that's long, isn't it? Now, because I've never... I never used this. Right. Uh, 1185. Oh, hang on. I've put it in the box, don't I? Indeed. One... Well, it's not working now. Click into the box. I've got the... The arrow won't go in the box. Put Only this. use this number if the V11 reminder letter is printed in your name. Okay. Now move the mouse into the box and click it, and the box will go Hang orange. Off. This is printed in my name. Yes, it is. It yeah. Doesn't matter even if it wasn't. Right. Okay. So move the the arrow into the box. It says I don't need it. All right. Oh right, got it. I've got. I've got I've, I'm just fucking stupid. One, one. <clears throat> Hold on. Oh. I am um, recording. You, you can f*** right off. I hope you're not. <laughs> oh, f*** me, I hate this sort of thing. Why can't they just allow people like me and the Queen not to have to do all this bollocks? If the Queen does not do this bollocks... Well, why am I? Uh, because... If you only realise what shit... I, I'm, I'm f***ing useless. Right... Oh, look at this. It's suddenly come up with all the details of my car. Yeah, spooky, isn't it? Um, Okay, your vehicle will be taxed. Right, right, right. Continue. Does it say it needs a clean? No. I'm just going to pay by card. Okay. Because if I pay by direct debit, I can't keep track of it. And it costs you more. Does it? Oh, I'm not doing that. Right, okay. So continue. Don't read your card number out. Now I've got to check this right. Check the details. little, 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah. There is no fee for paying with any debit card. Well, I'm glad to hear it. There should be no fee with a credit card either. Prepaid card or personal credit card. An additional fee of two pounds, which is all other types of cards. Email address optional. An email will be sent to confirm. you. I don't want to do that in door, really. Um, <clears throat> mobile number, do I need to put that in? No. Nope. Okay, so uh, card type, please select. Do I have to press that? You have to select one, yes. Okay, well, <laughs> hang on. Let me get my card out. Wow. Blow the dust off. Right. Okay, now I've got to put the number in. Can I drive my car after this? You can, yeah. Blimey. Do I need to put the space between the numbers? Nope. You didn't answer so. I I did. I said no. You shouldn't leave me on my own with a computer. Can you still hear me? Yeah, can hear you? Okay, sorry. Right, expiry date of card. Your card doesn't expire, does it? Um, yeah. Uh, right, okay. What's the one? Numbers on the back. I can never read them. You have to turn the card round. Right, and now I'm hovering above the thing that says pay now. Do I not get a disc to put in my car? Yeah, I'll make you one. Right. Invalid card type for card number entered. What? Did you put a credit card in and select it was a debit card? Um... I don't know. Does it say the word credit or debit on the bottom of the card? It says debit. Okay. Shall I put the other one in? Well, no, not if it's a credit card. It costs you two pound fifty more. Yeah, that's a very good point. Is so, that? I mean, card type Visa. It's just it's a Visa card, right? Should I put in there debit? Yes. Right. That's what I did wrong. Ah. Now. In the number, right, mm-hmm. do I have to put... Oh, this is ridiculous. I sound like a twat. Can't comment. No, do I have to put a little bit between... You know, these no, numbers all separated. No, 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 do no, I put no. a separation? In no No separations, no dashes, just the number. You could have done this for me. I could have done it for you. You'd have to uh, let me know your card details, though. Oh, I'm not doing that. Right, okay. Um... Payment summary item, blah, 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 application complete. Your application reference is, I don't need to write all this down, do I? No. No. Good. Okay. So, have, do I have to do anything else now? Is there a... Finish. Finish. Do I press finish? Yeah, finish. Yeah. It's like going to the toilet and being told by your mother. Don't forget. Never mind, never mind. Um, <clears throat> thank you. If you live in Wales... Oh, no, I don't want all that. You live in Wales, I don't know. So, can I just close this down now? That, that's it. Is, is it giving you the um the information to say that you've now you're now taxed? To... Yeah, this is a survey to say how I felt about the service. Oh go on and fill that in. Really? What is, it, on. is it a quick survey? Very satisfied, satisfied, neither satisfied nor dissatisfied, dissatisfied, very dissatisfied. What? Well actually, it was quite simple. I could have done it without your help. Really? Mm. Well, yeah, because it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. So, and I—I I mean, oh, hang on. Prepare for EU exit. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm finishing this now. So I'm, pr- I'm now taxed to drive my car. You are. which I'm taxed. I've, I have an old car, which is like uh, a car that I only drive in the summer. And that's the one that w- wasn't taxed because it hasn't been on the road, just in case anybody thinks I've been driving around with a, an untaxed car. You could have just sworn at it. Why? Well, then it's free. If I swear at the fucking car, it's free. Yeah. You have to tell the government you're swearing at it, though. Really? Yeah. What is all that about? You have to give him a sworn declaration. What show number is this, by the way? 280. eighty. Oh, all right. Uh, right, can we start this? Because, quite frankly, that's taken me 20 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the James Whale Radio Podcast, broadcasting live to you from well, whatever you're listening to us on, and also it's not live. I'm actually recording this on the 29th of March, the day we apparently were going to leave the European Union. And whoopee do! thank the good Lord above, if you believe in that sort of thing, I don't, uh, that we haven't left the European Union, and with a little luck, we never will. And because there probably is a whopping 60% of this nation now if we, the people of this nation, were given the chance to have our say, that I imagine don't want to leave the European Union. So much as I love all the uh, Brexiteers, and some of them are very nice people, some of them are members of Parliament, some of them are actually ordinary people who aren't rude or racist, some of them are very nice but just slightly misguided, uh, it is time to listen to democracy in this country. And if I hear... Again, somebody goes, 70.4 million people have spoken and we must do the will of the people. Well, that's not the will of the people. It may well have been the will of the majority of the people three years ago nearly, but that isn't the, the majority now. And it's not the same as a general election. We had a vote on something none of us really knew anything about. And it was people just voting because they were angry with the government, some of them. Some because they don't like foreigners, some because they've got this belief that Britain's superior to every other nation in the world, They're all sorts of things. Now, we all know about the consequences of leaving our nearest neighbours, and we should have a say. That's all. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm quite bored with the whole thing, to be honest. I'm looking out of my window at blue sky and thinking the daffodils are beginning to die, which can only mean one thing, that summer... Is nearly here. Uh, Okay, fine. Uh, So what are we going to do today? What do we want to talk about today? Other than Brexit, what is everybody concerned about? Is there anything anybody can think about? Anything that people want to talk about? Is there anything? Anything about... Come on, answer. Anything, anything at all about other than Brexit, that you want to talk Anything. Come on. Come on. Uh, There's some pretty serious uh, 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 situations going on in the rest of the world. Anybody want to talk about that? Uh, uh, people continue to talk about climate change, recycling, uh, the lack of money being spent on the police, on schools, hospitals in this country, the arguments about whether or not we have more employment of the right sort... Come on, is isn't there come on, there must be something other than Brexit you want to talk about. We're about to get a new royal baby. Wouldn't you like to talk about that? I put my recycling out this morning. Nobody's interested in what you did. F off. Oh. Uh come on. Is it, is it come on, anybody email me Jameswellradio at gmail dot com. Email me there. Any emails coming in? Not the ones from Saudi Arabia. Forget those. No, not the ones from Russia, either. Forget those. No, not the ones that pretend to be from Britain, but are actually from China. Forget those as well. Come on, there must be something. Something other than Brexit. Because everybody says, oh, we're so bored with Brexit. So let's start the conversation about something other than Brexit. Right? Come on. I'm waiting... Uh, What about this fact that everybody's going to have driverless cars? I mean, that seems to me to be a big pain in the butt. Anybody want to talk about that? Yeah, aren't we we having uh, cars that are automatically going to slow us down now? Uh, Not if we leave the European... I thought that was a European Union directive. Yeah, but then Britain has just turned around and said, we're going to follow them anyway. Oh, fk. Really? Yeah. Yeah? And what happens if you need a little bit of extra, extra speed to get out of a problem? You put your foot down harder and it turns it off. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking fed up with the nanny state. Do you know that? I'm getting really pissed off with being told what to do, what to think. You can't, you know, you can't swear near people anymore without people getting really fed up with it. I was having a, a very raucous conversation with a friend of mine in, uh, in in BBC the other day. Just private conversation. Just... Her and me, having a little conversation, laughing about, you know, you know, gossiping about people and, and, and saying, I think, uh, oh, quite frankly, I couldn't give a shit about what they think or blah, 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 whatever it was. They do that to You know, the way we all do. And some stupid woman listening in came up and said, I don't like hearing that sort of... I said, for God's sake, stop listening to my conversation. Go and have a conversation yourself. Oh, I've been offended. I t- I'll show you what being offended's like. If you really want to know what is... And I don't. I don't change the way I behave to men or women, I, I believe in equality, total equality. I treat everybody the same. And I treat everybody with respect unless they really, really are looking for a fight. You treat other people better than me. I do. I do treat other people better than you. But then I think of you more as a servant. Right. Okay. And so, you know, and don't get dejected about it for fuck 's sake. I don't mind it. I'm just making a, a statement, you know that. Mm. Well, I don't. Nobody's interested. And the interesting, the interesting thing is that we live. And I've, I think I might have said this before. We live in a country where the rise in violent crime is horrendous. The state of our prisons is appalling. Uh, there is very little discipline in schools. Even, even some schools who pretend to be, but, oh yes, we're religious and we're more disciplined. They're not. That's just that's just uh, a, a kind of myth that floats around, and 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 <laughs> and yet we've got the political critics, oh god No, no, no. If you talk about like that, I, I I get offended. I need a safe space. What's going on? We have got people who, who you know, if you say boo to them, they'll go to their HR department and complain they're being bullied. Fuck off. Creates more jobs though, doesn't it? What? Well, all these safe spaces need building. I do you know? Uh, I hate to say this. Look, there are people who are psychologically upset by life. There are people who can't handle any kind of um, stress, okay? Uh, There are people who are easily upset and wound up. And we've all done it. Admit it to yourself. We've all either been bullied or bullied somebody when we've been at school and probably had a little bit of both, right? Probably somebody's got at you and you went and got at somebody else. We've all done it. It's all part of finding out in the pecking order where you are. But there are some people who get very upset, take it very seriously, and some people end up damaging themselves or even worse. And we obviously, in a civilized society, we must try and make sure we identify those people and look after them. But The situation we seem to have got ourselves in at the moment is that all those people are fairly forceful, dynamic, entrepreneurial. If they get where they want to get, and sometimes uh, some other people feel a bit upset or trodden on and they moan, and so the the dynamic people are knocked back and you try and lift up the people who are rather weaker and not very effective, we will have a shit-fucking society, trust me. Do I make any sense? Yeah, so far, yes. Yeah. And this is what annoys me. You know, this whole thing. I was talking to a to a lady fairly high up in a, a, a big corporation the other day, and she's been a friend of mine for a long time. And she has done it all herself. She is a pretty hard cookie, right? Cross her, and uh, you or me, anyone, and she will deal with you. And and I was saying, you know, it's it's a shame, though, isn't it, that, that there aren't more women in positions of she said, well, there, it's getting that way. It's getting better now, she said. It, uh, this, this sort of where weak and pretty useless men had tried, to, uh, had, had tried to keep their positions purely because of their gender, that sort of thing has gone now. But there are lots of women who believe that they should have, um, uh, uh, what is it called, positive discrimination. So there are two people for a job. Uh, you give the, the job to the female. If she's better, that's absolutely fine absolutely fine, no problem at all. The job should not rely on gender. It should be the person who is best for the job. I told you, didn't I? I was doing a, a programme for a BBC station a couple of years ago and they offered me the job and then they came back on and they said, look, we're very sorry, we've had a dictate from, from above. We've got to try and fill up these shows with female presenters. I said, well, uh, haven't you... I mean, presumably you, you've auditioned everybody you wanted to do this programme... And he said, We've just been asked to go back and see if we can't find a woman. I said, "Well, if you, I don't care whether it's female, I don't care whether it's male, I don't care what colour they are, whether they've got a really, I don't care. If they're the best person for the job, they must have the job." And then, yeah, but I think you're the best person for the job. We would like to offer it to you, but we must just go back and we must just interview some ladies. I said, "Well, that that's discrimination because presume haven't you done that in the first place?" What the f*** are the BBC doing? They're beginning to annoy me intently. So much so I don't watch television anymore. I just watch it through a computer. Well, the television I watch, but, you know, I don't have it plugged into the aerial. Isn't that the way you get round it? Um, <laughs> How do you get round it? Uh, yeah, I out. have currently got a TV licence, but it'll be the last one that I'm buying. Yeah, you need to take the tuner out of the telly and never right. watch iPlayer. I watched I play the other day, and a little thing came up on the screen and said, "Have you got a TV license?" And and you lied and said no. I did actually, just to be awkward. And it went, "Sorry, you can't view this." Yeah, but it didn't stop me. You could watch the royal wedding over and over again. That's free from TV license. Why is that free? I thought it was a state occasion, so the BBC yeah. put it out for free. Well, you know, I do work for the BBC occasionally, as you know. But I haven't, and I'm I'm sorry, I don't care, I've got to the age where I don't really care. Uh, and in, if they want me to work for them, fine. But there are so many deadheads, so many boring people that work within the BBC, so many people who wouldn't get a job anywhere else. And we're f***ing, subs- we're paying for it. People that just would not get a job if they had to apply somewhere else. Well, it's a public service, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's a public service. It shouldn't be. I don't mind having a news service that isn't run by commercialism. That's fine. But anything else. I mean, you can have a school's service as well. But why do the BBC need to be commercial? Why do the BBC have a a, a sort of commercial arm selling abroad? Why? Why do I go to the cinema and find out the film I'm watching has been paid for by the BBC and I've had to pay for a ticket when I've got a licence? Yeah. So I'm not having a licence anymore. And uh, I'm obviously not advocating anybody break the law. Uh, and, but, you know, you don't need a license to watch in certain ways, do you? That'll change soon. They'll come up with another way of making sure you have to have a TV license. Well, no, they won't. Because I think that And if we're talking about democracy and Brexit and everything else, I'm pretty sure if we had a referendum, do you want to keep the TV license or not? It would be out the window. All those fat cats on their high f***ing salaries who sit around in their plush offices with solid oak doors on their studios, unnecessary, leather couches in the rooms, and they spend so much money on rubbish at the BBC. Uh, All those people will be looking for another job. And I can tell you this, most of them won't get a job in the commercial sector. But what will happen to EastEnders, though? Why are you quiet? I said, what will happen to EastEnders? Are you all right? I'm okay. Oh, f***, he's gone. Oh, dear. Well, i just sit and talk to myself for a bit, then. Where are my dogs? You all right, girls? You all right? Oh, they're having a sleep. That's nice. <clears throat> I'm being ignored. Can you hear me? Yes. Why the f*** did you go quiet, you cunt? I didn't. I said, what will happen to EastEnders? I didn't hear you say that. Oh. I did say it twice, I what, think. What happened to EastEnders? No, what will happen to EastEnders? Can I be honest with you? I've never watched EastEnders. I haven't watched it for about two months now. I've never watched it. I watched a bit when Shane was in it, but very little. I didn't tell him I didn't watch it. I pretended I did, because he gets very hurt very quickly. So, so um, I told you about my mate at the BBC who'd been uh, summoned to head office in London, because the people that he was, he's the boss of her. And uh, some of the staff complained he walked in an aggressive manner. You know, I call people. If I was the boss and somebody wasn't doing a show very well, or you know their ratings were down or whatever, I call them in the office and say, "What the f*** do you think you're doing? Do you want to carry on doing this show? Well, it better you better fucking improve it, otherwise you are out." Now, if you do that at the BBC, they all go off crying and complain to HR, and then the boss gets a bollocking. Well, well, you listen to the state of a lot—not all, but a lot—of BBC local radio, and if that is, is the best we can do in broadcasting, then bollocks. It's your mate John Cleese. Why? Well, he's got an aggressive walk, hasn't he? Yeah, but my mate went to this um, went to this hearing about his. Um, uh, 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 his uh, 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 the staff are complaining you walk in an aggressive manner, and so he. Uh, by the way, came from commercial radio and would, would if allowed, do a magnificent job. Um, <laughs> he said to them, well, I'm sorry, I, I walk as I walk. Could, could you demonstrate for me what a, a, an aggressive walk would be so I, I would know to try to avoid walking in that way? I said, did you not record this? This would be gold. This would be the funniest thing we could... I mean, you could write a sitcom about it. Oh, they did, didn't they? w one has he got a heavy foot? No, he's quite a pleasant guy, you know, just a, a sort of ordinary, not very big. He would tell you if you're doing well, and he would say, that was brilliant. But if it's not, is he going to tell you? Well, they don't like that at the BBC, because you might stress them out. When I finish doing this show, I'm going to walk around the office in an aggressive manner and see if I get yeah. a complaint. yeah. When I did the breakfast show on a BBC station for a few years, I got in uh, a little earlier and then stood in the control room and and swore and shouted and jumped up and down just to get it all out of my system. Right. And all the team were very good. They used to think it was very funny because I would refuse to log in to read the emails because the emails, that they all send around to everybody at the BBC. I mean, talk about an employment strategy for hopeless has-beens. And by the way, I'm not really talking about the people who get on the air, but the, some of the people who get on the air get on the air uh, by default. They, they they just happen to be around. You know, they're not even even what you would call broadcasters or turns because the BBC like to employ uh, people because of their education and various other things. But you know, um, I just it just pisses me off greatly that the commercial sector have to struggle and because when commercial radio was first Uh, devised and and legalised, I think it was Harold Wilson who was the Prime Minister, didn't want it to become a licence to print money. Well, it's certainly never been licenced to print money because there are so many restrictions and rules in place. It makes it almost impossible. And now, unfortunately, uh, a, a lot of the big companies who own lots of radio stations are amalgamating them because that is the only way they can actually make money. You are getting a lot of of online radio stations, lots of which put out some of my rubbish. Uh, but, you know, a commercial radio station like in America should be there and be allowed to make money if it's successful rather than have people jump in. Oh, you can't do that. You might offend somebody. Fucking good job, too. If you get offended, piss off. Don't listen to this because it's quite offensive. Right. And I couldn't and wouldn't do this. On ordinary radio, talk radio, I wouldn't be like this. Um, because, well, because you never really know uh, who is listening. Like people could just turn the radio on. I do do a program on talk radio, 7 o'clock till 10, Monday to Thursday, in the evening with old Ash, that is likely to offend some people. And we do put out a warning saying, you know, it's not a, not a program for those who are easily offended. And this is, it's a podcast and goes out. You have to make a decision to go and listen to this, don't you? Uh, Well, no, I can force people to listen to this. Well, don't force people to listen to it, because, you know, uh, if you force people to listen to this, it might actually cause some to have a stress attack. Okay, You know... The sort of people who live in, in though, you know, the sort of, well, you know, the sort of people, the, the, the kind of, I don't know, well, I used to sort of say the sort of people who belong to the WI, but since I, I've given a few talks to WI members and, and, and met people in the Women's Institute, I've realised that they are not easily offended, so that's fine. I mean, the thing I find most, most bizarre about this whole business is universities who I mean, back in the day, I used to go and do quite a few debates at Oxford and Cambridge, and, uh, and they were fairly raucous affairs, as you can imagine. But now, they don't want anybody talking at these universities who might upset certain people with their views. Well, it wouldn't be me, but I always believe in winding them up in the way you say it. So you could say, I love strawberry ice cream, but you could say it in a way that it would annoy people. How? Strawberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. If you don't eat strawberry ice cream, you are a prize pillock. You know, strawberry ice cream should be made compulsory in this country. There should be nobody that isn't eating strawberry ice cream. Do you understand? What is it you've got against strawberry ice cream? You've got no flipping idea. What has strawberry ice cream ever done to you? Bits. I don't like the bits. Nothing. Nothing at all. You see, you're just moaning for the sake of it. Strawberry ice cream. Everybody should get stuck into as much strawberry ice cream as they can. And what do you do? You snivelingly stand there and you moan about it. I'm concerned about my weight. See, it's easy to stir people. I can't go on about your weight because every time I think of you, you fat bastard. (laughs) And there, you can't say that anymore. Because, you know, you might upset the fat fucker over there who obviously has either got a, a... Well, everybody who's fat apparently has a problem and it's not their fault. Well, I can tell you what the problem for most fat people is. They are addicted to food. That's a problem. Yeah. Now, if I'm a bit chunky, it's because I'm addicted to alcohol. Mm, yeah, I've talked to you about that. Which I'm not, by the way, until everybody gets... But, you know, you can't say, do you know, you are really fat. In fact, looking at you is making me feel sick and putting me off my food. I mean, there are some fat people that do make you feel sick, aren't there? Um, what? Uh, uh no. You don't mind fat people sitting next to you in a restaurant? You know, the people where their asses just sort of flop over the side of the chair... Okay, I did go and see Joe McElroy once, and I did sit next sit next to one of their super fans who uh, used up the seat that I was sat in. What? <laughs> so they were sitting on you, but they didn't realise it because the cheek of their ass was twice the size of your entire body. I had to move part of them to get out of the seat myself. <laughs> but you know, it's perfectly acceptable to be rude about men with no hair. Oh, they're probably rude about me, then. Why? Well, I'm, I'm losing loads. Well, I, I shave mine off. It's a, it's a relief to have no hair. And I've shaved it off everywhere else on my body, and I looked at myself in the mirror today, and I thought, you look fucking shit hot, mate. Is that one of them positive things that you do in the mirror? Every morning you look at yourself and go, you're the best. No, no, I don't feel like it every morning, but I had a, a good shave. I got all that. I have a little bit of hair on my chest and down through my stomach, but I, everything else I shave off under my armpits, my arms, my legs, the other bits. The, the bit above the toe. I don't have any hair on my feet. I haven't got any hair on my legs, actually, really. But you know, why would you want huge, bushy bits coming out of your armpits? I could never understand in the 60s why women wanted to have unshaven armpits. It's disgusting, in my view. And why do you want all that hair around your willy? I mean, that is just horrible, isn't it? And it must be unhygienic. Why do we have hair around our genitals? I mean, for what reason... What, what is the, I mean, why, obviously we were covered all in hair, and some people are still, uh, many years ago, but why has it gone down to just certain bits of us, like under our arms and round our bits? To stop you getting swamp crotch. (laughs) don't go near the swamp. And why have you got hair all the way up your bottom? Um, self-brushing. What? (laughs) I don't know, I'm guessing. (laughs) Well it's a question that you know I've been looking for things to talk about other than brexit and I thought well there's nothing much but now we've got onto something that I feel strongly about too much body hair is disgusting athletes crack that's why what <laughs> you took bollocks uh, do you shave or not i i use one of those number 1 shavers on the beard because I can't be our shaving it's just too much of my time wasted yeah and occasionally I might do a bit of pruning if I'm uh, in the mood elsewhere in the mood for what <laughs> <laughs> oh so you if you're going to get a jump you 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 prune it if if I think I might be in with a chance you prune it good i'm always ready yeah well you know i'm i'm, I'm old now you know and things are not working yeah. so well you know so I don't I don't do it as often as I should do well do people do it every day do they do it every week do they do it every month how often do you do it about four four times a year I think is is about right <laughs> four times a year yeah so if I left mine to grow for that I'd have it coming out of the bottom of me under... <laughs> sorry I thought you were talking about the actual jumping bit oh the, the shaving bit oh once a month once a month. Because I've got a a, a, a a boy's beard garden on my face, mm-hmm. which takes quite a lot of uh, styling. takes me quite a long time. I don't do any styling. I just just you know, zzz, and I'll do. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so any of uh, any of you can answer any of these questions, uh, James. Where radio uh, at Gmail? <laughs> doc, whatever it is. What is it? James. radio at gmail.com. James Whale Radio gmail.com. You're right, yeah. Anyway, this is James Whale. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you're easily offended, fuck off. I don't care. Um, right. Rob actually is a guy who produces this, and he's responsible for uh, getting rid of all the obscenities that flow from my mouth, because obviously not like doing it. This is my studio at home, and I feel like I could do what I like. Um, and, and as long as there's a warning on the front that this is an adult podcast and not for anybody else uh a lot of people have been getting in touch and saying could we leave the, uh, the you know could we not beep out whatever it is i say that might offend people um i think we should offer that for uh, for money it's like a, it's like an oral pawn isn't it really uh yeah we could do i suppose what's wrong with you you twat I, i'm just thinking that uh, you know people shouldn't really be hearing these bad words that come out of your mouth What sort of? What's the worst word that's ever come out of my mouth? Um, I think the word's quite bad. Why? Well, I think that's just generally regarded as as a a bad word. Yeah, I know it is, and I wonder why. Because what does it mean? Um, Well, it's uh, didn't we go over this a few weeks ago? Isn't it a street? Yeah, Great Cut Street in the City of London. It was yeah, where ladies of the night hung up. But. Here's, the, here's what I don't understand. Why is a word that refers to a, a part of a lady's anatomy thought to be far more offensive than a word like dick or cock? Pussy's okay. Yeah, but no. Yeah, well, pussy's less offensive. Yeah, I would agree. But there isn't anything that refers to the male genitalia that is as offensive as that word that refers to the female genitalia and i was just wondering why um because being derogatory to women back in the day and probably even still today is thought of as quite bad well yes i would agree but i don't understand why uh in a a society which is struggling for equality uh we haven't found a word that is just as offensive about men well then we all just need to be cunts then don't we yeah, I think that's a very good point. Right. Um, we have had a, an email, came flooding in. Uh, James and Robbo, good morning to you both. Good morning. Um, I hope I find you well and enjoying the spring. Yeah, you too. Enough pleasantries for now. Well, there's only two, you twat. Um, is there a rule in the Highway Code that states no motorcyclist should have to be behind another vehicle? Interesting. I don't think there is, is there? I'm uh, not sure. Oh. Anyway, uh, the uh, uh, communicator goes on to say, there must be. I'm on the road six days a week, and I am sure I have never seen a biker who doesn't tailgate constantly until the car in front pulls over to let him go past. Then they give you that little wave. You know, my journey is more important than yours, wave. Um What is wrong with these C's? I think he means cats. Uh, they are a dangerous bunch of twats, and make car drivers lose concentration by having to watch what these arrogant pricks are doing. That feels better. Have a great day, boys. James, enjoy the sun in Kent. Robert, enjoy your trips to the post office. Best wishes, Shay. Ah, oh, Shay, that's really nice. What a sweet letter. And actually, I have to agree. Uh, A lot of motorcyclists seem to be intent on sticking on the back of your car for some reason, and one the other day who actually hit my wing mirror. Luckily, I managed to find him at the lights. And when I put the window down and he saw I was a man with very little hair and even less patience, and said, I've already taken a photograph of your number, mate, he started to apologise profusely. I'm still thinking of tweeting out his number, though. I haven't decided yet whether I will. Oh, no, get him done. Just uh, go to the police station and report him for failing to uh, stop at an accident. Mm. And, and you know, this is the problem with cyclists. Because I saw a cyclist the other day. If they'd done it to me, I would have f***ing f- chased the twat. Um, and he, he went, so he was trying to get through these cars, and it scratched his, his handlebars all the way down the side of a London cab. All the way down... Um, uh, and the cabbie was blocked in. He couldn't chase after the bloke, but I was just behind, and he came. He said, do you see that? I said, yes, yes, and I would have been fuming. He said, but, you know, you can't find one. They've got no number plates. You can't find them. I mean, if it had one of those bags where people deliver their food, would you ever deliver food for one of these cyclists who carry it in a bag on their back? Deliveroo. That's not an advert. I think motorcyclists and cyclists alike need to learn manners and respect, and I think cyclists need to have a number. We've said this before. I'm not going to go through it again. It will be easy. You pay a uh, license fee. You get a high visibility tabard with your number on the back. So whether you're on your own bicycle or a higher bicycle, you have always got identification on you if in case there is a problem and it will be useful for you as well as everybody else. Good. Um, Shay, that was a good one. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, I think probably running out of time. Should we do tech talk? Have you got anything interesting to say? I've got a few things. Really? That'll make a change. I don't remember the last time tech talk was interesting. I didn't say it was going to be interesting. I just said I've got a few things to mention. Go on, then. I'm going to sit back now, make a few phone calls. There's a, a new craze going around called the uh, Twitter birth year hoax. Basically, if you change your birth year in your Twitter profile to 2007, you get loads of nice colourful patterns all over your profile. Good. I hope you'll be very happy together. You no, know, but people have been doing it. Unfortunately, it's a hoax. And if you do that, you'll ban yourself from Twitter. Really? Because you'll be under oh. the age of 13 and under the age of 13, you're not allowed on Twitter. So by doing that, you're self-banning yourself and you won't be able to log back in again. So don't set your uh, date of birth just because everyone no, tells no, you to. It's, no. it, it's not a fad. It's it's, <clears throat> a, it's a scam. Yes, we can. Himleco Plumbers is the company you can trust. And there's so much more than just plumbers. Qualified electricians, skilled carpenters, Gas safe heating engineers, bathrooms, and kitchens, drains, appliances, and building, roofing, and of course, plumbing. With a vast range of professional services and so many positive reviews, choose Pimlico because they're more than just plumbers. Is that an advert? Sorry, what? Is that an advert? What? I was just looking at my phone. Yeah, but you have to say if it's an advert or not. Is that an advert? No, no, that was just me looking around somebody's flat. Right. What's wrong? Uh, it would have been a good advert, wouldn't it? That sounded like a very good advert, yes. For Pimlico Plumbers. Yeah, that would be a very good advert, that, yes. They're more than just plumbers. That's a great advert, if there ever was yeah. one. Yeah, actually, the visuals are really good. Is that the one with you in a bath? <laughs> oh, you've seen it. They filmed that years ago, though, and it's only just been released. No, they filmed it two years ago, uh, years. and it was re- it's just been re-released. Oh, re-released. Okay. Mm. <sighs> Article 13 has now been passed, but you are OK to use memes and GIFs now. Uh, sorry, I've no idea what you're talking about. Article 13, the new copyright law set by the EU, which probably won't apply to us. Why? Why won't it apply to us? Because we're leaving. Um, uh, no, we're not. It's a, it's a law that holds tech firms responsible for any material posted without copyright permission. So that basically means YouTube's in the shit. Only am on the talk radio. Yeah. From Seven. I just, I can't go. And remember, it's Beagle Week. Is that another advert? No. Why? Are you listening to what I'm doing? I thought you were doing tech talk. Why are you listening to me? I'm just going through a few tweets. Okay, can you go through the tweets that don't contain any very, very loud audio and, and obviously don't have the phone near the microphone when you're doing it? Is that a motorbike near you? No, it's a motorbike near you. Well, I live in the middle of nowhere. Can't be in a motorbike near me. Then it's an alien, then. I don't... Somebody came on the uh, programme the other day. Mm -hmm. On talk radio. My show on talk radio. Um, which I do tell people about my podcast, but I have to tell them that it is, uh, you know, you could be easily offended. Um, and they're going on about ghosts. Oh, he wants to come on this programme as well. Okay. Um... I've got one more thing to talk about. Hang on. So I said I will give £100,000. Not that I have £100,000, but but I think I'm quite safe. I'll give £100,000 to anybody that can prove to me there are ghosts. To prove it, I've got to sit down, see, and talk to the ghost. OK. I mean, giving me an a, a electro-what's-it thing of saying, oh, there's a bit of movement here, and it's gone very warm. The temperature's risen and dropped and risen and dropped and all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to talk about the new porn laws. The age verification law has been postponed, but uh, more information about how it's going to work has come out, and it's going to apparently cost you £5 per device to watch porn in the UK from now on. How's that going to work? So you either give your passport, your driver's licence, etc, etc, or you have to pay. Um, You pay by going to your local post office and buying a a £5 voucher, which you scratch off. (laughs) It it gives you a code, and you enter that code into your device, and that device becomes unlocked. £8, I think, allows you to have multiple devices. The thing is... Do you to... get multiple orgasms as well, yeah, yeah I mean, you do. That would be worth having. If it does multiple org- orgasms, that would be worth it. Well, it's eight quid for that, and uh, it's to eight stock... quid for a multiple orgasm. Yeah, so that's very cheap, very reasonable. And if you are under eighteen, you obviously can't go and buy one of these um, cards to get your little scratch and sniff voucher. But you probably could go on uh, eBay and buy one from another adult, and then unlock the uh, device for a uh, five or eight quid, and then you'll be back to watching porn. What what a waste of fucking time. Yeah. Because hang on, you can go on social media mm. and there are different little Twitter sites, right? Yes. That every now and then people seem to think it's funny putting them on my timeline. Curvy Love at Twitter. I didn't say anything. And so if that happens I'm suddenly going to get a bill for for eight quid. If it's less than something like 10% of the normal content on the actual website, then it's exempt. Oh. <laughs> Who came up with this dare f- idea? It's like the old um, sex shops. They used to f- cram them full <laughs> of um, clothing and then only yeah. 10% of the shop would have the toys and the accessories, so yeah. they were exempt from having to have a licence. And that lasted not very long, if you remember. Yeah, now, it, now you can open a sex shop anywhere. Yeah, and and it, oh, dear oh dear oh dear, I mean, who comes up with these ideas? Kids will get round these ideas. When I was a kid, we used to have copies of a magazine called Health and Efficiency, <laughs> which pretended to be a magazine for naturists. I can always remember my friend John T. Uh, I think we we're about ten years old. We hadn't done the eleven plus. And he brought in a couple of these books and all the guys in the club, we'd all be going round, I mean, literally round behind the bike sheds, looking at it. I bet there was lots of hair in those. Do you know, I think there was. Mm. It's funny how fashions change, but I'm so, so glad they have. What it means is is these, uh, the teenagers, etc that are wanting to watch porn are now going to dodgy locations and probably getting porn they shouldn't be getting. Yeah. Well, that's what always happens you know it to to be serious for one moment um the same any kind of prohibition makes people just find different ways of getting rounded okay which is why loads and loads of people now are getting annoyed about the fact that you have to buy a television license when there is so much television around we still have to pay a license for the bbc which is thoroughly boring and annoying I mean, if you want to carry on with the David Attenborough stuff and everything else, which, by the way, a lot of those sort of shows are done on commercial television, uh, and you can access them in all kinds of channels from around the world, Um, if you want to do those, then put it on subscription and people can do that. The BBC has become far too big as an organisation. It needs to be culled. Do you agree? As long as they save EastEnders, that's that's okay. Oh, fuck EastEnders. Anyway, going back to this, this whole porn thing, it's the same about drugs. If we were to really take the problem in this country with kids and their drug habits and getting addicted to drugs, we would decriminalize, probably legalize, make drugs available uh, where you can keep an eye on it, obviously have an age limit as well, like on alcohol. That would alleviate any of these criminal gangs being able to cut any of this stuff with the sort of shit that they do. Well, the, the fighting back from the porn companies, they've, they've already started fighting back against the UK. A lot of them are actually making their own VPNs, which is a virtual private networks, which basically spoofs the fact that you're in a different country around the world watching it so you can bypass mm. it. So it's a pointless exercise. Who actually came up with this? I'm, I wasn't aware of it. And who's going to get all this money? And who, who actually is going to bother to go? I mean, they're trying to get people to stop watching porn, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I nearly said something really rude Then I said, what are a Catholic priests going to do? And then I thought better of it. It's lie for them, isn't it? <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day, and, you know, they're, they're, the, the one thing everybody gets very... It, it, you know, they treat... <laughs> I... Oh, dog, which one of you's farted? For oh, God, from such a little dog. Oh, my golly. Poor oh, dear... Sorry. ah, oh, can't breathe. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> right. Poor oh, dear, oh dear. Daisy, Maisie, that's not what ladies do, darling. I can't smell oh, anything. Can you not? Oh, go on, lie down. Lie down. There you are. She's embarrassed. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to embarrass you. No. Oh, dear. Oh, Doug's so much nicer dogs than humans. Um, What were we talking about? Um, the uh, Catholic priests. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people treat, still treat priests with more reverence than they treat vicars. Have you noticed? Yeah, but they can do exorcisms. Can they? Fuck. Anyway, um, and and I find it, I find it really people still, even people who say they don't believe in God, they get somebody with a dog collar or somebody with a you know other funny hats or anything and come in, and they'll get all very sort of oh yeah, oh well, would you like it? Oh, God. just ridiculous. Anyway, never mind. Right. Uh, Should we do questions to the world? Because I'm I'm getting a bit twitchy now. I want to go. Jared Doyle, yeah. Who invented looking? Who invented looking? I did. Steve Lewis, can you do me a jingle? Um, what for? Is that a counter question? Is it? Well, what's he want a jingle for? uh, You know. Well, just just do a jingle for Steve Lewis. Just say he's a great bloke. Steve Lewis. There is nothing quite like him. There There's a jingle for you. Yeah, that's 150 quid. <laughs> I'll stick an invoice. And in if the you box. use it without paying, right, I will come and find you. Look out for Mickey Mouse on the front of a car. You're right. Oh dear! It's just that every time I see Mickey Mouse in a shop window, I panic. And with good reason. <clears throat> I'm now going to stick something up my nose and sniff, but don't tell anyone. OK, go on then. Oh, God, that's good. You got away with that, I think. Oh, my golly, that does make me feel good. There's nothing quite like a Vic nose inhaler. And that's not an advert? No. Actually, this one's Olbasoil. Anyway, go on. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that is lovely. I'm going to have to do it again. I'm going to have to do it at home. Oh, God. Oh, oh, gosh. God, that's great. Sorry. You can get those in chemists, by the way. That's an advert. (laughs) (laughs) Right, questions. Come on, I'm going to the pub. Uh, Dean Nicholson. Should we just sack all the MPs on all sides and start all over again with a whole new lot of new MPs because this lot couldn't run a piss-up in a brewery? Yeah, well, you'll have your chance at the next election. Trouble is, you get loads of inexperienced people then entering Parliament. Mm. Yeah, the well, next election, go out and vote. I bet you didn't vote in the last one. I saw Question Time last night. Mm. I did too, because on my new telly, you can flip back to the beginning. That's on the BBC. On the what? That's on the BBC, so you, you didn't watch Question Time last night. Yeah, I've, cu- I've currently got a licence. Oh, that's OK then. <clears throat> I'm not ever getting another one, that's what I said. I, I'm fed up with the whole thing. Okay, that's all right, then. That's all right. And and, and, and as long as you don't do anything illegal, you don't need a licence. There's ways of watching whatever you want to watch without having to have a licence now. Get a deck chair, go to your next-door neighbour's house and peer through their living room window and watch their telly. Or listen to radio. Not the BBC radio. You have to have a licence for that. No, I think you only have to have a licence for the TV. No, radio and TV licence. Yeah, I know it's called the radio and TV licence. You need to have a, a license to listen to BBC Radio. Oh, so you can listen to commercial radio without a TV license. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there we are. Problem solved. Because most uh, most commercial radio stations are now filming everything they do and putting it out on social media. You won't be able to listen to yourself eventually on the BBC. Oh, I don't think after this they'll employ me again. <laughs> True. Rob James, when I was a baby, my parents bathed me in cheap Australian lager. Do you think I was fostered? I think you were fostered, mate, and the sooner the better. Uh, Rob, scathard, Scathard, scathshard. You love a bit of scatology, don't you? Is it a complete waste of time washing towels? My argument is that you've just had a shower, so you're clean. Then the towel dries off clean water. So you can keep using it for at least another seven days, can't you? Well, I don't know how you, uh, how you justify that, because there'll be all sorts of things you can't see, mucky things that, the, uh, that are dried off your body onto the towel. So I think you should keep washing your towel. I like to leave mine until it's got a few stains, and then I know it's dirty, and then I wash it. Yeah, because, you know, when your skin gets wet, all the skin starts peeling, you get that sort of white, wrinkly stuff, and then you rub yeah. your towel over it, and all that sticks to the towel. So next time you use the towel, you're putting all that back on your body. You see, I think the best thing is to run around in the garden to dry off. Oh, you do that as well? Yeah, yeah. Neighbour complained the other day. I have to have slippers on, though. I don't know what's on the floor. Yeah, I always wear slippers. James Reed. Uh, yeah. If quizzes are quizzical, what are tests? You want me to say testicles, don't you? So you can have a laugh. So, okay, here we are just for you. Testicles. <laughs> Dave Benjamin. Where did I put my keys? Uh, They're on the hall table. Go and have a look, you silly pillock. Chris Beddoes. Shouldn't national discussions of importance be made cross-party? Leave the politics out of it. MPs are paid to serve and not obstruct or push their own agendas. If you really believe that, you're stupid. What you really need is to support my idea of a benevolent dictator with me and Rob at the head. And then everything would be sorted out, and we wouldn't be in the shit we're in now. And I give everyone free porn. Well, there we are. That will get us voted in without any problem. That's it, isn't It's our top number one manifesto idea. Free porn yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Gene Matheson. Hello, Gene. Karaoke in Lanark this week, James. Yeah. Well, I think you're getting an invite. Do you want to do karaoke in Lanark? Oh, um, no, I can't. I'm so sorry. I would lo- Gina, I would love to, but unfortunately, I'm so tied up. I assume that's a place name, because there's no capital L. Is Lanark a place? Scotland. Mm. Uh, Tracy O'Neill. Love these podcasts. They make me really laugh at times thanks and keep doing them please James well obviously I'm not included in that so you no, I'm quite right too because you're a useless fucker. Thank you Tracy that's really very nice and we will for you just for you this is dedicated the whole one to Tracy I haven't got any more questions Good I'm going to the pub and I shall be back on talk radio Monday to Thursday seven o'clock until 10 in the evening with a very very special program dedicated to everybody who wants to join us and tune in. But no naughty words or I'll have to tell you off. Was that an advert?